0: Hello everyone. I would love to say to you today, Happy Easter, Happy Resurrection Day. I am so excited that you are joining me on a Legacy Church online today and if you would right now just invite your neighbors and friends. I've been praying for you and I've been praying for this word today and I can't wait to share it with you in just a few moments. So if you have your Bible, you're really going to need your Bible today. You want your Bible today. Get uh, get a a pen, a pad, uh, something you can take notes on because I I really want to break down some scripture for you today about the Passover and we're going to break that down and what it looked like in the Bible and what it means for us today. And how it just really parallels to where we are today in our city and just all across our nation and world. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with you today. So be sure you invite your friends and family and get ready to take some notes today. And also, I want to say if it's your first time watching with us today on Legacy Church Online, you can click in the menu bar and there is a uh, option there that says connect card. Just go click on that um, connect card option. You can fill out the card. We just wanna know that you're watching today. We just wanna say hello to you. We just wanna connect with you in a few days. So if you could do that for us because we just wanna know that you're here uh, enjoying this day with us today. And also if you wanna give to the mission and the vision of this house, you can also do that on your menu bar just by clicking on give or you can go to legacychurchrome.org to our website, click on give, and you can give there. And also today, while you're watching, if you're watching on Legacy Church online, you can click on the prayer option and someone will be there to greet you and pray with you online today during this service. So that is a helpful option for you. So we wanna pray for you. We're here for you. Although we're not together, we'll still be praying for you and we're here for you. So be sure you use those options today and share and let somebody know that you're watching with us, okay? Open up your word today, if you would, to Exodus uh, chapter 12. We're talking about the Passover today, and uh, today we're we'll be talking about the Passover and just what it means for us as a nation, as believers today, and uh, I really hope that you will be able to see uh, this scripture and how it's paralleling to where we are in um, in our modern times today and how and how there's so many similarities in what God was accomplishing then and what God wants to accomplish now through that. Uh, Passover is, is one of the feasts uh, of Israel that is found in the Old Testament. It was a celebration. It was a feast and it started in this passage of scripture that we're going to be reading today and it's important for you to understand that uh, us as Christians, although we are not not held to and tied to those rituals of that uh, of that time, it is important for us as Christians as believers uh, that we believe that Jesus Christ has uh, been to the earth and he has died on the cross and he has been resurrected for us we as christians it 's so important for us that we don 't have to hold to those rituals but we do want to be informed and 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 understand the principles behind these feasts and and that is and that's where we are today and i just want to break this down for you today and what it means for your family and for your own house today um while we are um this is just um, uh, talking about the Passover today. There is just so much for us to learn about it, and it's really hard to learn in just a short amount of time. So I just want to break down some things for you that just really stuck out to me over these last few days as we prepared for it. And what I, I believe that God is doing these things in the earth Uh, Even today as we gather, Um, as I said before, the Passover is, um, it was a feast that is celebrated uh, in Israel. And at this time in Exodus chapter 12, it's important to set this kind of scenario so you can kind of understand where they were at. Uh, The streets were emptied, uh, businesses were closed, their marketplace was empty. um, And... um, it was just a bare place. It was a bare moment in their history. God's people, the Israelites, they had been in bondage. And God starts sending these plagues to the nation. And to Pharaoh, and if you don't know, Pharaoh was kind of the main man uh, that was holding the Israelites in this state of somewhat of a hostage situation. And he, God, just begins to send these plagues to the nation to really uh, prove Himself and to really start to break Pharaoh down, so he could let his people go, so that they could worship Him once more. And the streets are empty; life as they knew it had been suspended. Um, markets are. Are empty people are losing income because of their jobs out in the streets and guess where everyone is during this season of Passover, uh, you may be able to guess that one because you probably are feeling a little bit of experience similarities with your story today. During that time of Passover, everyone is tucked away into their homes. Does this sound familiar today? They are all hunkered down in their homes the week of Passover, or now, as we Christians, uh, believers call it, the week of Easter or resurrection. So the Passover today is... Uh, is really the truest Passover season that we have ever witnessed uh, for people alive today. It's really a season, a Passover, that is really so similar to where the Scripture was written. And I believe more than ever that God is trying to speak to us uh, as individuals, the church, and to our homes in this season that we are in known as the pandemic. So I wanna break this down for you today and what it means for us here in 2020. What does it mean for us right now as people that are experiencing this, and as people whose lives have been turned upside down, whose jobs uh, have been halted, some of you've lost your job, some of you, some of you don't know what you're going to do about a paycheck. Your your place of employment has shut down, and what what does that mean for us? today. And that's what I want to share with you. So let's look in Exodus chapter 12. I'm just going to go through this verse. We're not going to read every, every uh, verse today of the chapter, but I'm just going to break down some points that God has just really highlighted in my spirit that I want to share with you that I think is really just going to benefit the body right now in this season that we're in. Exodus chapter 12, verse 1 through 4, it says, now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, this month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be like the first month of the year to you. Remember that. We'll come back to that later. This will be like the beginning. It will be like the first of the year for you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying that on the 10th of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house, Take it according to the number of persons, according to each man's need. You shall make your count for the lamb. Let's just pause a moment right now and just ask what God is saying. God was giving instruction to Moses and Aaron and and he was wanting him to tell not just his family, but he really um, stresses to him, tell everyone in your community to take up the lamb. It's like he was saying, be sure to get enough lamb for every person Your home, wow, and 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 we sit in our homes today in this similar season, and 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 God is saying, Get enough of the lamb for every person of your home. Would you just look over to your neighbor, look across the living room, or somebody, and just say, Look, there's enough lamb for you, too? Just tell them, Hey, the blood, the lamb is for you, too. It's not just for me, for me, but it's for you, too. It's God's desire. The word says, For every person in your our home to have the lamb today. It's God's desire in this Passover season for every person. In your household to grab hold of the Lamb. See, I am so certain that this is not a coincidence that during this Passover season, we are in our homes too. And as we are in our homes, due to technology that you are witnessing right now in your very home, there are record amounts of homes that's being filled with the gospel today. Amen. There are rooms and homes that have never heard the gospel spoken before but the walls are coming alive with the gospel of Jesus Christ today because of technology and because everyone is quarantined in their home. Amen? And it's not by happenstance today that people that have committed crude, sinful acts in their home today, they are about to hear the gospel in the very place where they have been sinners, where they have committed those things, and they're about to find salvation in the very same spot. They're about to grab hold of the lamb this morning. Amen. It's not by chance uh, that that, that an alcoholic who has been drinking himself to, um, to to a drunken state during this Seasoning, he or she may be trying to escape the pain or the isolation that we are all in. But guess what? It is not by chance that that same person who is an alcoholic who has been drinking inside of their home this morning is about to taste and see that the lamb is good today. Amen. Can you just thank God with me today? Because as we're gathered here, just like in that time, now the word, people are grabbing hold of the lamb. All across this nation this morning in their very homes in this very moment mark down this day in history because it is seriously a time like no no other we are living literally in a Passover moment according to the word and we've heard that God is bringing the church into alignment but let me tell you this God is also in this season he is bringing the family back into alignment he's redefining marriage he's redefining government in the home Can you say amen today he wants he wants every person to get the lamb today he's tired of wives going to church alone husband husbands wake up because god is god is realigning that he's tired of wives getting the kids ready and taking the, the their family to home when really you should be there with them husbands get the lamb today wives He's tired of those that don't support their husband's goals of growing closer to God. Wives, get the lamb today. Children, your parents have been praying and fasting for you during this Passover season. And now is the time when you need to grab hold of the lamb. Can we just take a praise break this moment and just just thank God right now that there is enough lamb for everyone. He did not just die for me. He did not just die for the saints, but he died for everyone. And now, during this season of Passover, he is telling you that there is enough of him for everyone. There's enough blood for your sins, sir. There's enough blood to cover your sins, ma'am. There is enough of God for everyone. Can we just thank him for that today? Our nation is coming to a realization that there is enough lamb for every person. Wow. And this story continues here that we find ourselves even in today in in verse six. It says, now you shall keep the lamb until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight and they shall take some of the blood and put it on the doorpost." where they eat. Wow. This is somewhat of a, of a gruesome scene as we hear about a sacrifice. It was not a pretty process. It was gruesome. Can you imagine going through the streets and there's blood all over doors? The process was not easy. It was not pretty it was not a it was not an Instagram story moment it was the, the the process was rough but aren't you glad today that God sent his son Jesus Christ to die on the cross so that we would not have to, to, to endure the gruesome of the gruesomeness of that isn't it amazing isn't it praiseworthy today that as we celebrate the the, the empty tomb today and that he's alive today as our sacrifice the word is, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He came as your sacrifice. He is the Lamb this morning. Amen? And as we continue to dive into this word in verse 8, looking for what God is saying for us today, it says, then after they take the blood, and we'll talk more about that in just a moment, then they shall eat the flesh on that night. Roasted in fire hmm. with unleavened bread and with bitter herbs, they shall eat of it. Do not eat it raw nor boiled at all with water, but roasted in fire. Wow, and it says, its head and its legs. And its instructions pretty much he's saying eat everything of that lamb that has been roasted in the fire do not leave anything and in verse 10 you shall let none of it remain until morning and what remains of it until morning you shall burn with fire do you hear what is being said The Israelites at this time, God is giving them some specific instructions to get them through this process of Passover. And not only can you hear what he's telling the Israelites, but can you hear what he's telling the church today? Because there are a lot of people, somebody at home helped me preach this today. There are a lot of people that sing about the blood. There are a lot of people that claim to be Christians, there are a lot of people that wear crosses as, as, um, as jewelry, as, as symbols on them. They may have tattoos on their body. They may have t-shirts and all of these things. But the issue is that, that, that so many say they have the blood, but they've never really partaken fully of the lamb. Amen. Wow. Wow. And here the Lord is saying, do not only have the blood, do not only talk about the blood, but if you really want the power of the blood, let's break this down. Not only do you have to have the power of the blood on the outside, you know, in your style of dress and in your jewelry and the things that you have to display to the world, but in this Passover season, just like the actual Passover story that we are reading today, God said, leave no part of the lamb. Don't throw any of it away. In other words, don't go through, help me preach today. Don't go through and pick out and choose what you want of him and what you don't want. Oh God, but he says eat Everything God is calling out to the church today in this Passover season that we are literally living in. And he's saying, Your accessories, those things are great. And, and and but 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 guess what? But when you are to partake of everything that I have for you, because because when, when you partake of everything, you're saying, God, I want everything that you have for me. He's saying to the church, he's saying to families today. I hear you singing about the blood but when are you going to start using the blood amen when are you going to start declaring the power that is in that blood for you I know you know my laws but 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 when are you going to stop picking and choosing which ones you observe and which ones that you just let slip by because so many people, we like the blessings of God, but we don't want to be disciplined by him. Amen. We know that he's a provider, but, but when it comes to something's not on the table, we don't know how to follow his word. God is saying, you've got to partake you of everything that I have for you. And in this Passover season that we are living in, God is ready for entire homes to partake of everything that he has for them. Can you say amen today? And 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 just and just like that, you need to know this that just like this Passover story, sometimes that can get messy because guess what? When you start partaking of everything that he has for you, he starts pulling things away from you. Amen. When you start partaking more of him, he starts stripping things away from you that you do not need. There will be things that you've got to get out of your house when you start partaking of the full lamb of God inside of your home. There will be changes in the way that you treat people that you live with when you fully grasp the lamb inside of your house. When entire families, you need to hear this today, when entire families start grabbing hold of the fullness of the lamb, you won't have to wait to get back to church to experience a breakthrough, amen? You won't have to have a pastor with oil, Laying his hands upon you. You won't have to wait to get to church to see a revival. No, no, no. But, but, but in this Passover season, God is getting homes and the families ready to experience revival without a formal setting, amen? A revival can break forth in your living room this morning. I declare that to you because in the Bible, people were healed in homes. In the Bible, miracles were performed in the homes. In the Bible, churches and movements were birthed in the homes. And now, I just want to declare to you today that revival is being birthed birth in the homes all across this nation today. People that can get through this, this through this season. People that can get through the Passover season according to his word. There is about to be birth of things that happen inside of the home that they never thought they would see. God has much for your home if just all of you will get all of him. Amen. When all of you gets all of him there is about to be something that happens in this Passover season that we are in in this nation. Grab hold of that today. Are you seeing the the, the similarities today? God is giving us instructions on how to get through this and what is going to happen. And in verse 11, going through the scripture this morning, it says, this is how you are to eat it. Listen to this. It says, this is how you are to eat it. With your cloak tucked into your belt, your sandals on your feet, huh, and staff in your hand. Eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. It is the Lord's Passover. God is giving instructions to a nation. He's saying, look, this is not just some casual thing. Oh, God, some of you, some of you, some of you aren't going to like this because, because I realize that some of you really have not been out of your pajamas in, in several weeks now, and, and, and you've got the pillow up, so I can't see you today, or you can't see me. No, just lower the pillow. It's going to be all right. But the instructions that he was giving to them were instructions of readiness. Do you sense an urgency in the church being ready for the next moment? That's what God is doing in this season. In this Passover season, he's saying, look, don't be be laying around, but this is a time for you to be preparing. He said, tuck your cloak into your belt. As soon as I read that the other day, my mind went to one of my favorite stories in the Bible. In 1 Kings 18, 46. It said, the power of the Lord came upon Elijah, and tucking his cloak into his belt, he ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. He outran the enemy to Jezreel. See, tucking in your cloak, when it comes into Scripture, it is a sign of movement. Whenever someone is tucking in their cloak, it's a sign of movement. It is a sign of advancement. And God is trying to advance the family right now. God is trying in this Passover season. God is trying to prepare the family for the end of this thing so that we can worship him like never before. He says, "Tuck, tuck your cloak in. Get prepared for advancing. Get ready for movement. I know you're stuck in your house right now, but go ahead and tuck it in. Get your sandals on. Get the staff in your hand. And I believe that these instructions... I believe that they are so true for the church today. Amen. Because in other words, in this Passover season, in this time of pandemic, he's saying, do not grow lazy. He's saying, do not get out of shape spiritually. Don't stop praying. Don't stop worshiping. You may not see a band here with me today, but he's saying, look, that doesn't matter. Don't let that interrupt your, your worship and your praise today. Don't get out of shape. Why? See, because there is a harvest that. God is preparing the churches for. There is a harvest that God is preparing homes for. And whenever this this Passover is over, there will be a great awakening. Do not grow weary in well-doing, for in due time you shall reap a harvest. Be prepared, because when this thing is over, God needs the people. God needs homes who have been in the blood. God needs homes that have part taken fully of the lamb he needs them to carry out his plans because he's about to use homes to lead other homes into the presence of God can you declare that this resurrection day God is about to use you I'm declaring it over you he, he is he is moving your prayer life you barely had a prayer life before this thing started but now you're being elevated to pray people through with the spirit God's going to let you pray through pray people to the cross in the altar God is equipping an army right now in this Passover season. Don't look at it as a break. Look at it as preparation for the church. That's what he is telling his people. Church, be prepared. And in verse 12 and 13, the story continues. And he says, on that same night, after the blood, after you've partaken the lamb, he says, I will pass through Egypt and I will strike down Egypt every firstborn of both people and animals. And I will bring judgment on the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. The Lord is reminding them of the blood again and we're gonna talk about that even more in depth just a moment and what that looked like. And then he continues in verse 18 where he says, listen, in the first month, you are to eat bread made without yeast from the evening of the 14th day until the evening of the 21st day. For seven days, No yeast is to be found in your homes. Wow. And anyone, whether foreigner or native-born, who eats anything with yeast in it must be cut off from the community of Israel. Wow. Eat nothing made with yeast. Wherever you live... You must eat unleavened bread or bread that is made without yeast. Wow, those two verses, they are packed full of meaning. But I want to break something down for you today for the sake of your time and I can't dwell here for too long today but I really want you to take a moment and just break that down and just read some things about that verse. It's just packed full with with, with just some revelation for the church today. But I do want to point out something so noteworthy. And I believe that God is calling to the church this Easter. He's calling to us during this resurrection time. And, And often... Throughout scripture in the Bible, it's important to understand that yeast is symbolic of sin. Wow. In scripture, yeast can be symbolic of sin. And if you read in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 through 8, it says, You must remove the old yeast of sin so that you will be entirely pure. Wow. Then you will be like a new batch of dough without any yeast in it, as indeed I know you actually are. For our Passover festival, it is ready. Now that Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed, let us celebrate our Passover then, not with bread having the old yeast of sin, and wickedness, but with the bread that has no yeast, the bread of purity and of truth. Wow. As the people were being gathered in their homes, God is giving them some great instructions on how they are going to make it through this thing. He's giving them instructions to get the yeast out of their home. Wow. And just like today... We are in a Passover season like our eyes have never witnessed. And we are gathered in our homes. And God is telling the family. God is telling the first organization that he made, which was husband and wife and the family. God is telling those people, get the yeast out of your home. Get the sin out of your house. Get get man-made idols out of your clothes closet. Get the things that you've been worshiping more than you've been worshiping God today. Get those things out of your house today. That may mean you may have to sell something. That may mean you have to get rid of some things. He's saying, get all of that yeast, all of that sinful stuff out of your house. He's saying, look, he's saying, I cleaned the temple last week which was Palm Sunday. Remember we talked about that last week. He cleaned the temple last week but during Passover, during this resurrection season, I'm here. I'm here to clean your house up during this season of pandemic. I want you to clean your house up and isn't it amazing that people all over the nation, they're going stir crazy and they're taking things out and they're doing projects. God is saying, look, during this season, last week I clean the temple. But this season, this Easter, this resurrection moment, i come to clean out your house. I want you to get every piece of sin out of your house. Why? Because I sent my son to die for your sins. The tomb is empty today and he's seated at the right hand of the father. It's resurrection time. Get hold of it today. He's saying, get all of those things out of the way. Wow. Get the yeast out of your house. See, the devil thought he was disrupting our lives. No, no, no. God is just realigning our homes according to his word. The devil thought he was doing something great by by, 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 by just getting us all together inside of the home for days. No, 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 you don't say no. God is turning it around for the good and he is realigning families according to his word today. Get the yeast, get the sin out of your life this Easter. Get it out of your life. Get it out of your home today. Wow. A word in Exodus is coming alive for us today. Get it out. And the word continues in verse 21. And I'm closing with this today. It says Exodus 12, 21 Then Moses He summoned all of the elders of Israel and said to them, go at once and select the animals for your family. He's heard from God. Now he's telling the people, go get the animals for your family and slaughter the Passover lamb. Aren't you glad that Jesus is our lamb today? He says, take a bunch of hyssop There's some meaning there. I don't have time to go into that today. Dip it into the blood in the basin and put some of the blood on the top and on both sides of the door frame. Cover it from the top to the bottom. None of you shall go out the door of your house until morning. Don't leave the house without the blood on it. Amen. Somebody needs to declare that today. And when the Lord goes through the land to strike down the Egyptians, he will see the blood on the top and on the sides of the doorframe and he will pass over that doorway. Wow. And he will not permit the destroyer to enter your house or strike you If you know me, you know I like illustrations. And if you know where we're at today, we're practicing social distancing. So pause with me just one moment, if you would, and let me get an illustration for you today. One moment, please. He said, slaughter the lamb. Yeah. Get the blood of the sacrifice. And the blood of the sacrifice, when it's put on your door, is symbolic of the covenant between you and God. Do you hear what God is saying to the church today? And get it and put it on the top of the door. Put it on the sides of the door. Let it run down the doorpost. See, I want you to get this today. Though. Uh, the blood on the doorpost, it was not pretty. <laughs> no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't a photographic moment. It wasn't a Kodak moment. It, 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 you didn't want to take a selfie with it. Can you imagine walking down the streets in that moment, and there's blood all over the streets, and there and there is just blood dripping off the of doors. Can you imagine what would happen today if that were the case? The, the, the cops would have been called. Something terrible has happened. It was. It was gruesome. This. This time in history, it was not pretty. This time. It was not an easy process. Oh God, help me today. Somebody needs to get this in your spirit. It was not an easy process to get the blood. It wasn't an easy process to pass over. It wasn't easy. It wasn't pretty. Guess what? The, the the blood this 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 season of passover guess what it interrupted lives somebody needs to get that today it interrupted the marketplace people lost income because they had to stay inside because of the passover it was not pretty it was not something that you wanted to remember it wasn't a vacation there were probably people in there it was ruining their spring break they were supposed to be floating in the dead sea somewhere but no now they have to stay inside because it was Passover. It was a season like they had never experienced. It ruined their spring break, if you will. They were upset they didn't get to go to Disney World. They didn't get to see all the attractions. It interrupted the season. Passover will interrupt some things in your life. Somebody needs to say amen because you understand that today. It was not pretty. You didn't want it to happen again. It wasn't a photographic moment. It, it wasn't pretty at all. It wasn't easy. It was a hard process. But oh God, when they stepped out of the door that day, oh, the process of the blood, it was so worth it. It was so worth it. It was worth it because it led them through a breakthrough. And if you continue to read, they, 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 they just begin to pray and worship God after this breakthrough of release from captivity that they were in. It wasn't easy, but it was worth it. And I just want to tell somebody today, this season for you has not been easy. But if you will apply some of these biblical strategies to your life, oh, when you open the door to this next season, it will all be so, so worth it. And as I talked about last week, doors represent leadership. Doors represent, doors and gates, really in, in biblical times represent leadership government and I talked about last week I said that the church, the church would be the what? The church would be the gate into which Jesus comes into your city. The the door, the gates, they represent leadership. Do you understand what God is trying to do to your home? Parents, God is ready for the leadership of homes to get their home in order through the blood. Can somebody say amen today? God is trying to get the leadership, the gate, the door, the people who are over their homes, mothers and fathers fathers, husbands and wives. He's trying to get you into a place where you are back in the blood, where you are in complete covenant with him, where he is stripping you of everything just to get you back to the place where you just want to partake of him again. He's. Parents, he's ready to get you to a place where where, where you are declaring the power of the blood over your house every day. Because in this resurrection season, he's ready to get the leaders back in order of homes. And guess what? He's not only trying to get the leaders of homes, but he's trying in this season. You will see, you will see political leaders come to the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm declaring that today over our nation. He said, put it on the very top of the gate, put it on the very top of the government, the very top of the leadership all the way down. I'm declaring revival from the very top to the White House, all the way down to our very mayor and to our very homes of Rome, Georgia today. Can you just declare that with me? God is awakening a generation in America. God is awakening a generation all across this world from the top to the bottom. God is doing something so big in this Passover season and leaders in the home, you've got to start declaring Him. You've talked about it long enough but now it's a time to apply it. Now is the time to declare it. Now is the time Time for you to start to tell the devil, guess what devil... You can't pass through my door anymore. You can go over it, but you can't go through my house anymore. Can somebody declare that today? Devil, you can't go through my family anymore. You can go over it or around it, but you're not getting to my children anymore. Devil, you can't get through my marriage anymore. You can go over it or around it, but you're not getting through my marriage anymore. Depression. You can't get through my mind anymore because I've got the blood all over me today. Can somebody declare that? You can go over it or around it, but you're not getting in my mind today. God is calling to a church, get your house in order. It's Passover. I've sent my son to die for you so that your home can come back into alignment this season. Look around. It was gruesome. Looked like a crucifixion had occurred. I hear you talking about America. It looks gruesome out there. You've lost your job. The marketplaces are crazy. The stock market is down. All these things have gone crazy. And here you are looking around. It's messy, it's not pretty. It looks like a crucifixion. Oh, but I want to tell you today, it may look like a crucifixion to the world, but to those of us who understand the power in the blood of Jesus Christ, this doesn't look like a crucifixion. It looks like a resurrection this morning. Can you just declare that today? While the world sees the Passover that we're living in as a crucifixion, as gruesome, if you know the power of the blood and you know this principles in this scripture today, it's not a crucifixion. It's a resurrection because God is about to do something in this season. God wants to do something in this season because because the devil thinks he's destroying the church. The devil is out to destroy your legacy and your family. But no no no, it's a resurrection season. Cause when cause when they put him in the tomb, you got to get this. The devil thought it was all over. He thought he had written the end. He thought it was all over. But the one thing that the devil did not realize that in the middle of that tomb, that in the middle of that dark season, in the middle of it all, that there was the Spirit inside of that dark place that was awakening the body of Christ, that the Spirit was inside, breathing back into the literal body of Jesus Christ. And now, in our Passover, in this season, the devil thinks that it is all over. He thinks he has defeated us. He thinks the blood has lost its power, but the devil does not even realize that the same spirit that was moving then in the tomb of Jesus Christ, the same spirit that got our Savior up, praise God. guess what? That same spirit is moving in homes all across this nation, all across this world today as churches are empty and the devil is rejoicing. but praise ye the Lord, Guess what? The Spirit is moving all throughout homes today, and He's awakening a generation of families today. I declare that over you today. I declare that over you today. Can you just take a praise break right now? Can you just take a praise break and just thank him right now? Come on, Lord, we thank you today. God, we thank you today for sending your one and only son to die on the cross for us. God, we thank you today, Lord, that there's still power in the blood. God, we thank you today that that spirit that got your son, Jesus Christ, up from the tomb, he is breathing And he is moving in homes all across this world today. God, I thank you like never before, God. I declare it over your house today. I declare it over the church today. The word says that they got up the next morning and they were sent a freedom. Can you imagine what is going to happen when the church opens the door after the Passover and we begin to walk through the blood in a new level? We begin to walk in and through a new anointing we are walking in a new place like never before I declare it over your home today your home is about to experience an outpouring of the fire of the spirit your home is about to experience a, a breakthrough like never before the church in America is about to be resurrected to a new level today do not give up in this Passover season but press on according to his word get it get it, get the the sin out get the yeast out get the blood partake fully of the lamb and god is about to do something in this season like never before wow do you see the similarities today i hope i've painted the picture well for you today and i just encourage you as we part this week that it's not this door's not pretty it wasn't easy. The process messed with people's calendar. It messed with the marketplace. But what this can lead to is revival of a nation. What we are in right now, what is about to lead to. Is a breakthrough of a nation. it is about to expose things that, that, that we never thought were going to be exposed it 's about to move the word into a whole dynamic and, and people all around this world are about to see the plan of God come into. Be encouraged today it 's not pretty but it 's worth it. And you are living in a moment when God is about to reveal himself to this earth through the church, which is made of homes that have been covered by the blood. The story started today, as God told Moses and Aaron, this month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. It may look like the end but this process is about to start something new. It's going to start an awakening like never before. Don't grow weary in this season. Be reminded that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for you in your sins and that the tomb is empty today and he wants to breathe life into you today. Get the blood on you today it's worth it it's not easy but oh when we get to walk through the door of his goodness and his mercy oh it will be worth it can i pray for you today lord i pray you lord for every person who's watching and listening today god i pray god that you move up on them like never before God, I pray, God, that you touch their families like never before. God, I pray, God, that you just remind them, may this door, may this image just be ingrained in their memory during this process. Every mother, every father, I'm declaring, God, that they come back to you today. Every son, every daughter, I pray, God, that they bow at the cross today and declare that you are the Savior of this world. I declare it today. I believe that there's somebody watching right now And you have just been in a state of depression. You've even considered uh, suicide during these last few weeks because just the isolation and the unknown and and the devil has just been in your mind. You may have even written down a note. You've already already gone that far. But I want to tell you today that guess what? He shed his blood. Don't shed yours. He shed his blood for you. You do not have to shed yours. You need to, I don't know who it is today, but God is speaking to someone today you need the blood of Jesus Christ don't shed your blood the devil is lying to you you're worth it there's enough lamb for you his blood is enough for you don't listen to the devil today I speak to you today God is calling to nations God is calling to the church but guess what it will all start in homes God, we thank you today for your blood. God, we thank you for this Passover season like never before. God, we thank you today that it's a resurrection time. We tuck in our cloaks to our belt today. We get our shoes on. We we grab our staff today and we're preparing for something that this world no one in this generation has ever witnessed. We declare it today. Amen and amen. Isn't God good? Aren't you thankful for the blood today? If you, right there where you are, if you need Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, we want to pray for you. We want you to hit that prayer button if you're on Legacy Church Online or right now there's, there's probably an icon coming up where you can click that you gave your heart to Jesus Christ today. We want to follow up with you and we want to pray with you. So if you have recommitted your life or you want, to be, you want that blood on your heart, you want, you want the blood of Jesus Christ over your house, you want him to be your Lord and your Savior, click that button right now and we're going to be in contact with you. We're going to be praying for you and we're going to walk this thing out. Church, faint not. Faint not. It's Passover. It's the resurrection of the church. God is doing something great. Read this word. This is lessons for us that's gonna make it, us make it through this thing. God's got something great for you. I love you. I thank you. We're praying for you. Have a great Easter. God bless.